Hey everybody, you're listening to So Many Sequels. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. I'm David. Oh! <laughs> I'm Garrett. <laughs> sorry. Why'd you scream like that? He went out of order! <laughs> I skipped in the middle there, I'm sorry. I don't know how that happened. Well, Devastated. I mean, it, in terms of the seating arrangement, it did make sense. It yeah. made sense in the seating arrangement. Um, welcome to the show this week. Things are still weird in the world. Uh, so last time we talked about, we did like a coronavirus special edition because James Bond, yeah. No Time to Die had been de- uh, delayed till November. Yeah. And then, who oh boy... Did things hit the fan very quickly after that? Mm-hmm. So we're snowball. We're back again to talk about more of the coronavirus' impact on Hollywood at large, and just whatever I guess whatever, whatever rabbit hole that takes us down because it just seemed like something that we just shouldn't ignore. I guess because so much of what we do on the, with this show involves new movies. You know, we had had plans for. Um, Set portions of this show to tackle movies that were coming out this year, and now I don't know if we're going to get to do that or not. No. It may not be till next year or late into the year before we get to see a sequel actually hit theaters. Yeah. So you know, here we are. Yeah. The crazy thing is, like, most of them have not been like they've just kind of been delayed. I'm going to use that term because the only one that I know. That's been rescheduled as Fast Nine, and that has been moved to next year. And well, James Bond too. James Bond too. So those two have like official release dates, but everything else has just been kind of we're gonna delay this until things are not this is what I've seen. Yeah, um, which is, yeah, is well, wild. So who knows you know, when this stuff is gonna come out? There's gonna be, and well. I assume David don't want to talk about the hit on the box office. Mm. At least we have numbers for this weekend that we're recording, and it is abysmal. Oh, it's but not good. Part of that, part of the moving was the economic decision of these movies are going to suffer at the box office if we release them, so we should not do it. And then as this has snowballed, like we said, and gotten worse, now it's becoming um, people maybe shouldn't even be going to movies, whether there's something in the theater or not, and. I posted a story from Hollywood Reporter on our Facebook page the other day about uh, on the East Coast in Jersey and Pennsylvania, some AMC theaters in Regal are already shutting down. Shutting down? They've said they're doing, what, 50% capacity yeah. at a lot of the theaters uh, with more than 500 seats? And now, so AMC has, has they're capping ticket sales at 50% regardless of the theater. Oh. So regardless of the size of the auditorium, once they've sold 50% of the seats, that's it. And that's in order to keep the the theater from becoming too packed and some are closing completely and i think regal is doing the same thing and amc and regal are the two biggest theater chains in the united states so but you know now they're saying don't go do these things at all concerts are canceled events are canceled all kinds of shows are canceled so Broadway is dark tonight. Yep. Yeah, Broadway is dark for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I mean, even here where we are in Tulsa, they've, yeah, uh, they've, where you they've would canceled think, all events of 250 yeah, or people, yeah. more it's, people. This is not a thing where I'm sure people know now. It's not a thing that's just affecting big cities anymore. It's kind of worldwide, and it doesn't matter whether you're a big city or a small one. The chance of spreading this virus is the same. So everything needs to be done to keep that at bay. Well, you, you and I were talking before uh, the show started about how in Ohio the governor is closing down bars, he's closing down restaurants. Like, yeah, this is, and and I think it's important to talk about how, like, <clears throat> even if you're like young, it's important to be aware because this is not necessarily a, a virus that has 
severely impacted the young population. You can get it, but the likelihood that you'll survive is high. But the concern that everybody has right now is that anybody can have it and transfer it. And the more transfers that happen go to those at-risk populations. So older people would be in, impacted in that way. So it's not a matter of like, <clears throat> wow, this is silly and an overreaction. It's not an overreaction. It's a matter of like taking these steps to make sure that everything stays low. And my concern is that the United States, if it's not hit as hard as everybody thinks, or like with Italy and China and everything that they've gone through, they're... The reaction is not going to be, good job, we took these preventative measures. It's going to be, the media hopped everything up. It's just fake news. That's what it's going to be. It's a concern. And that's not what's happening. And I hope that people understand that by movie theaters taking these measures and leaders taking these measures to, to cap everything, that is a serious thing, and they're trying to limit as much damage as possible. Otherwise, it could be really, 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 really bad. For the, especially for the older population. No, definitely. The goal here, the goal with with all this is definitely to limit large gatherings, limit interactions that could lead to a large spread, and you know, hopefully, uh, protect some people that would otherwise have been at risk. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, on a casual sense, people are uh, the, the the cities and states can only do so much. Um, you know, there's still if you go to your average large uh grocery store there's still going to be over 100 people in there touching everything Everything, they need so you know there's a certain level of people who are trying to prepare for themselves at their own at their home and but in so doing putting themselves at risk so there's only so much that can be done but I, i think everybody's trying their best at least a lot of these uh you know governments are you know city and state governments and even some national things are are making the call regardless of whether or not the uh, whatever the entity is, you know, like uh, uh, you know, uh, state of state of you know, like uh, New York's like nothing more than mm-hmm. two hundred people or something like that. So like whether or not like a broad like a Broadway show might have gone on is is kind of irrelevant at that point. So I mean, hopefully they can. And yeah, like you said, I mean that's going to happen no matter what. People are going to have that reaction because. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna assume that it was blown out of proportion, but we really benefited. This this might yeah. be kind of this might be kind of uh, morose to, to think about, but we really benefited by uh, seeing how it affected China, how it affected Italy, how it affected the the other early nations that caught this, mm-hmm. and sort of learning from their mistakes and their and their successes. Um, and hopefully, we'll keep this to a relatively small percentage here. The majority, uh, yeah, the majority are recovering when they get it, but we do have a, a recognizable percentage that have died from the disease. Um, so I, I think you know it's all attempting to be good, safe, and you're really finding out. I think yeah, how much, that's... how much people want to uh, do their civic duty because there's a lot of there's a lot of people making the making the call themselves. A lot of entities mm-hmm. making the call themselves. Yeah, that's what one of the things I think people need to understand, especially those who are maybe skeptical or questioning things, is no one wants to do this. No. This doesn't benefit anyone to close theaters or restaurants. Like, it is not beneficial to anyone on this planet to, to hurt our own economies. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's something to it. I should have started out saying this. But we don't, we're not experts at this at oh, all. No. And we do not know anything we're talking about. Nope. We're just kind of talking. Um, We're kind of reacting. 
But I did want to say, you know, we're not a big show. But if there's anyone who doesn't know these things, uh, you can go to coronavirus.gov and get all kinds of good information about it. How to protect yourself, how to protect others, and just to know how it spreads. You know, there's a lot of people doing a lot of weird things at grocery stores right now. But the 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 best steps you can take to protect yourself, according to the CDC's website, is to wash your hands often and well, at least 20 seconds. Uh, if you can't do that, hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol is is a good alternative. And quit, don't touch your face. And avoid close contact That's with people. That's a hard one to ask. And for I the know, love of God, stop a, coughing with your mouth open, yeah, you nasty you cover, you cover your mouth with a, with a tissue or your elbow. Yep. Um, you know, a lot of, stop, don't shake people's hands. Yep. Quit touching people. People do the elbow thing. I, I don't even want you to touch my elbow. I just do live long just and Just don't touch me. I, I don't want, uh, do honestly, I don't like the elbow thing, no. regardless of whether we're trying to be safe or not. Agreed. It's, it's strange. Like, I don't, it, it, it requires me to basically put my whole side to you. I don't yeah. want to do yeah. that. And I don't uh, want to do that. Uh, most importantly, if you're sick, stay home. Yeah. Stay exactly. Live, you know, I know stay that's, live long and that's easier said than done for a lot of people, especially people who don't have the the option to get paid sick leave and things like that. And that's a bigger problem than we can face, but... If you can stay home, you should. Well, okay. Well, I think like I think the good thing, if you can k- take anything about all this, is like it's now just a, le- a lesson in responsibility, both personal and civic, because you kind of have a civic duty to make sure you don't. You know, it's like if you go, it's like if you get infected with the flu. Yeah. Do you go to work? Yeah, you shouldn't. No. You shouldn't. But how many people do is yeah. the question. Yeah, that's now it, with the flu, I would hope not because usually the flu takes you out so bad you couldn't even try to go to work. Yeah, but, but people like, go to work sick is the point. People do sure. go to work sick, and I and I hope that people will wake up a little bit and realize that you know this is kind of a serious situation. Yeah, this is something serious. you shouldn't take lightly. You should you should definitely try to make an effort to like contain it as much as possible if you can. If you feel like you're not feeling good, but also it's good to see that like. Companies and stuff are companies and stuff are doing their doing their best. They're doing their part, as one person would say, to <coughs> to combat it. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's it's nice that we're it's nice that we're actually trying to do that and showing a little bit of showing a little bit of personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, what it boils down to, it's up to you. And and boil everything. <laughs> yeah, boil it. Sterilize everything. I no for real like. I will probably be a cleaner person after this. Yeah, I think I will. I will definitely clean things more often, wash my hands more often. Although I, you know, I don't understand. People don't wash their hands when they go to the bathroom. I they think, haven't for a long well, time. I think, and I always have. Yeah, I think the th- I think something about it that's really weird to me. <laughs> Why I'll do is that is like people started pushing it out there. Like the CDC started pushing it out there. Wash your hands. And it's like everybody's saying it so much that people started to assume that nobody washes their hands. They don't. I assume most seen, people don't. I, I assume not most seen, people don't either. I've not seen anybody be like, "Oh, I gotta wash my hands now." Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't get on Twitter that much. But I've no, not seen anybody complaining about the idea of having to wash their hands. You don't see people complain about it, but I mean, we all have personal anecdotes of going to the a public bathroom and then watching people leave without washing their hands. Yeah. Or I've seen people pull this move where they like rinse their hands in the sink for half a second and then call it good yeah like, no guys just what like it doesn't you just, yeah. what are you hurting by washing your hands anyway uh so that's that's that um but let's go back to the movie side where we're a little more yeah we know a little bit more about what we're talking about although we're still not qualified <laughs> <laughs> um so 
there's no really there's no big movies coming out anytime soon. No, you have that been list, pulled. yeah. Yeah, so this list from uh, BuzzFeed, thanks to them for checking it out. And Gary, you have a list too, so if I miss something, maybe yours will have it. A Quiet Place 2 was set to come out this month, but John Krasinski, the film's director and and writer, announced that it would be pushed back. Uh, I assume indefinitely. They were not given a time frame. Right. Uh, Disney was one of the last big holdouts. They pulled Mulan, which was spe- supposed to come out next week, right? Yeah, I think the they 27th? were... The 27th? I think, obviously, the element there is, like, that was supposed to be a big movie for their exactly. China release and exactly. a, and domestic. That so was, you know... The two uh, biggest markets are being affected. Uh, Quiet Place 2 is big, but Mulan is... Yeah. Mulan is, is going to make big. a lot of money. That was Disney scheduled big. to do well in two, that, yeah. two Mulan, markets, so. That's a potentially billion dollar like, I was about to say that Mulan will, is my prediction to be the first. Is it? Would it be the first billion dollar movie 2020? Oh, we yes. Yeah. It so might be the only. It would have, yeah. <laughs> it was, it it was 100% going to make a billion dollars. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I'm, I'm interested to talk about the box office stuff because there was already a, a chance that like 2020 would not be a good year for the box office. Mm-hmm. And now it's, it's like the fate is sealed. Oh, it's yeah. So it, so if anything, cron- coronavirus or COVID-19 will have uh, 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 be a great excuse yeah. for like all the movies that probably oh, weren't yeah. going to make that much money to begin with. It's like, well, it's, 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 like, it's like when people blame TV seasons on, the, on a writer's strike. It's like, well, it was a writer's mm-hmm. strike year. That's why it was so unpopular. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> then there's uh, Fast 9. The uh, latest Fast and Furious movie. Fast and Furious is one of the biggest movie franchises ever. Yep. Yep. Especially <clears throat> in markets outside of the United States. Yep. It does huge international Oh, yeah, numbers. yeah. It's, some of the numbers for the Fast and the Furious movies are like 70, 80% splits. Like, yeah. They do, like, I think one of their movies did 82% of its of its money that it made was overseas markets. Like, mm. it made like yeah. $250 million in the United States and then made like $900 million overseas. Like it was like like those movies live on the international yeah. market, yeah. and they're the ones seeing the worst right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so like I, I it almost makes sense why they push decide to push that one a full year. True, is to just be like, let's not even. My big my curiosity there is like when they have time, will they do more with them? Like will they go back and like add stuff? They've got like a year. That's true. They, they get time a year to, to do retweak things they need and whatnot. Um, Hopefully, get up to that best picture status. <laughs> yeah, they can do a big extended cut. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. You never, <laughs> hey, you never know. They got a whole year to fix it if there's anything wrong. You know, that's a whole deal. other discussion is what the effect this could have on the next year's Oscar ceremony. Yeah, so, I was going to mention that. Like, ready for the, lots of jokes. Like, the Oscars. lots of jokes. Yeah. And you know, I, it really there's so much unknown. We just don't know what things are going to look like in the fall, mm-hmm. and that's when a lot of the Oscar movies start to come out because that's when the, you know, the the what do you call it, the period or whatever opens right before voting and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to predict: is that if anything, if anything happens, like a bunch of these Oscar nominees might be might be movies that come from like streaming, like anything that comes could be Netflix because, this year because yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. Netflix, it could be Prime, it could be maybe HBO, maybe HBO might somehow get in on it a little bit. Has HBO ever had a film yeah. nominated for Best Picture? No. Okay, but like, have they had movies nominated for Oscars? No, they've never had a movie nominated for Oscars. Wait, but they do have, but they do have a streaming service now. And just it's like true, Netflix, they have like, to put it in theaters, though. Mm-hmm. And can't they? Oh, I have so many questions about the technicalities now. Isn't it that you can't put it on TV? I believe so. So they'd have to hold it from television. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're so, right. I mean, it does open the window for streamers to maybe sneak in there, and, possibly. And also, I mean, I mentioned this last time about like film festivals. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I just saw that Can is canceled, I think. Is it? Is this breaking news? This is breaking news. Right, let me double me. check because I read it on Twitter and you know that none of that's true. Because so. it's it's May. It's normally May, the middle of May is when Cannes Film Festival occurs. No, they're, according to Hollywood Reporter, <clears throat> they are denying a French media report that said it would be canceled. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as of now, Cannes is still going. Okay. Still speculative at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. like all events. Yeah. It's they, all up in the air. It may be postponed. But I mean, France just shut, just locked down their country, so. Yeah, so I doubt they're going to As have... we record right now, the president's about to speak about uh, the event. Of about, the United about, States or France? Yeah, uh, no, president of the United States. Okay. They just got out of their task force meeting for the day, so. Well, that'll be <laughs> Probably be some... Probably find Minor updates we and will, some non-news there. We will see. Yeah. Don't rely on us for those updates. No. <laughs> Go to your favorite news source and please God let it be real news. But yeah, but that was that was more just to make the point like yeah. this is an ever this is an ever changing situation. Yeah. Uh, is that the full list? No, no, we were just kind of talking as we go through. So there that was Fast Nine where I left off. Like you said, they pushed a year. They were supposed to come out in May and it will now premiere April second, twenty twenty one. The New Mutants, which is just cursed. That movie is cursed, and was, I really want to freaking see it. Uh, it was supposed to come out a long time ago. It stars Maisie Williams from, of Game of Thrones fame, and it was delayed. And then Disney bought Fox yeah. and delayed it further. And then we finally got, it was supposed to come out April 3rd, mm-hmm. and now it's TBD all over yeah. again. It, it, it's like, and not even like Maisie Williams now, like it was Maisie Williams like 2017. During Game of Thrones, yeah. yeah. 2016, 2017. Yeah, I don't know if that, she's still a great actress, but I don't know if she's a, a selling name with that show being done. I don't know if people really, will really well, like no, but go, X, oh, X I really want to see it now. So here's... Wouldn't be surprised if it ends up on Disney+. Plus. As, I was as just going to ask us to speculate on that. There's a lot of talk about movies being just thrown to streaming instead of that. But that's, in a lot of ways, stupid. Um, because they're not going to make any money if no. they put it on a streamer. But is The New Mutants a good choice? Because it probably wasn't going to make a lot of money anyway. Yeah. yeah. This is not like, like, there's no... There was a lot of talk about, they should put Mulan on Disney+. Plus. No, they would lose a billion dollars. Are you insane? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, even de- even delaying it, like, they're going to take a bit... They're going to eat a bit of a eat a yeah. bit of money because they've already spent a ton in marketing yeah. for that. Yeah. But, but like yeah. that'll make so much money when it finally comes out. I New know, Mutants maybe it was a maybe it was a 150 million dollar movie. Yeah. And I don't States. I don't think it'll make much and it could be something that's like let's try it. Yeah. yeah. Let's this is a good movie to try it with. Yeah. Right. Uh you know, a lot of people are like, "Yeah, stream I want to watch everything at home death to the movie theater but <laughs> they don't make any money from being on streaming you yeah. guys no unless they unless, unless <laughs> no. you put something out that really generates steam uh, 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 subscriptions right which I don't think new mutants would drive new subscriptions no no um, right and it's Disney plus they already are doing a good job at driving subscriptions exactly and yeah, they don't really need it for that they sense. don't need it for that. And I just, this is silly. This would be more just to be done with it. Yeah, Yeah. it would be more just to be done with it. This is one of the few movies that I was like, yeah, I'd be happy if they put that on streaming. Yeah. Uh, Next is The Lovebirds, starring Issa Rae and Kumail Nanjiani. It's like an action comedy. I thought it looked pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. both best of those thing. people are yeah. hilarious. Best thing since Stuber. It was supposed to... Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, what I find funny is that Kamel Nanjiani and Dave Bautista both have Stuber coming out, but like, on their own. This is more Stubery than the Dave Bautista movie, which is like My Spy or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. 
but they're both like they Which were was like, also at one point delayed. It was. It may yeah. be again now. It, I, I haven't heard about that one. No, but, me neither. Um, but yeah, they've both got Stuber-esque movies coming out individually yeah. of each other. So that was supposed to come out April third, and now it won't uh, anytime soon. No time to die. We had a whole episode about that. Please listen to that one. Uh, Peter Rabbit two. Oh which I, my god! Which I suppose should be added to our list now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter Rabbit, of course, starring hella movie star James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> as James Corden is Peter Rabbit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I assume other celebrities are in it, too, just I couldn't name any of them. That was supposed to come out April 2nd, and now it has been pushed back to August 7th. So at least wow. there's a date for that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a film here called Blue Story, which I'm not overly familiar with. Well, we talked about this. This is the sequel to Blue Streak. Sorry, <laughs> Martin Lawrence. It was supposed to come out March 20th and has not yet been rescheduled. It was set for a limited nationwide release, according to this BuzzFeed article. Mm-hmm. This movie is called Antlers. Yeah. It looks super scary based on the poster. Oh, yeah. I think that's a yeah. movie Disney might have inherited from Fox. It's, it's, a, search, it's a searchlight oh, picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. Carrie Russell and Jesse Plemons. It was supposed to come out April 17th. Oh, that movie. No new date has been set. Produced by by uh, Guillermo del Toro. Mm, okay. uh, Guillermo. Sounds a lot of good names. Yeah, exactly. Oh. What about Antebellum? I don't know about that one yet. Okay. Uh, so that was not all on my list. list. What do so you got? I've got several different ones. And a lot of them are not... Oh, whoops. And you just closed them. A lot of them are not um, movies that have been delayed necessarily. It's more like looking at uh, production has Productions also been delayed too. as well. So there's something called The Artist's Wife... Um, it was originally set to open in New York on April oh, 3rd and Los Angeles on April 10th. They finally made a sequel to The Artist? <laughs> the Bad is Wife. <laughs> uh, something called The Truth, which is an IFC Films. Uh, it was oh, supposed to be released on March 20th. Um, Bros, which stars Billy Eichner. And Matt Riddle. Uh, pro- I don't know. <laughs> a Billy Eichner rom-com? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> was, I want that. It was supposed to begin production on April 13th. Does he just yell at people? Probably. Why won't you love me? Love me. Dang it. The live action Little Mermaid production has been delayed. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Uh, delayed production on Shang-Chi, which is a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Delayed production on The Last Duel, which is uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck collab Matt movie. Damon. I think that's one of the, that's Ridley Scott, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a Nightmare Alley, which has got... Bradley Cooper and Guillermo del Toro attached to it. Another Guillermo movie. Uh, has production's been delayed. Shrunk, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids sequel. They have which has that. Which has brought Rick Moranis back. Um, been delayed. Yeah, I'm hoping that that's good. It's Some, just called Shrunk? <clears throat> I didn't know that mm. until now either. Uh, something called Shrine, like which has got Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Production been delayed. People uh, like him. Home Alone oh, reboot, good. delayed. Peter Pan and Wendy, delayed. I didn't know that was Listen, I'm done. we don't need any more Peter Pan live-action movies. Nah. They're all bad, except <clears throat> Hook. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks' untitled yeah. Elvis movie has been delayed. Now, that is the one that uh, Tom... We hadn't talked about Tom Hanks getting the corona. He was in Australia filming this untitled Elvis movie when he posted on his Instagram that he and his wife, Rita Wilson, have tested positive for the COVID-19. Uh, they are being quarantined. He seems to be in good spirits, realistically. Yeah. And he and his wife seem to be uh, taken care of quite well in Australia. Um, he's posted to make sure that people know that he's doing fine. Let's so. talk about this for a second. Please. Uh, so, March March 11th. There's going to be a movie about this. Starring Tom Hanks. 311. Tom Hanks. Not the band. So, first of all, the order of events of what happened that night, the President of the United States announced, like, this weird travel ban on Europe, but then it it was weird. You can find out later what it actually meant. Uh, then, 
Tom Hanks announced he was diagnosed with the coronavirus, and then the entire NBA shut down in Oklahoma City and suspended their entire season. You texted us in a frenzy about Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh... That was old news to us by then. By then it was old news to us. Yeah, that was about four what? (laughs) Like old by that point. Well, like, when was this? This was the 11th? Yeah, it was Wednesday the 11th. I can't remember what I was doing, but I was was doing something where I was was not, I was not really. You were sleeping. You're literally never by your phone. (laughs) Yeah, you were sleeping. Ever. But like, I'm doing this thing where I'm, I'm doing this thing where I'm like, I'll explain. I understand. <laughs> I know. I know what you're doing, but also you literally never buy your phone anyway. You were just trying to be unplugged. Yeah, you picked the wrong day. I, apparently so, <laughs> or maybe up. the right one. I don't know. So Tom Hanks announced, yeah, that he has the coronavirus. He, him, and Reed Wilson. Chet confirmed it. Chet confirmed that they're fine. I had never never seen Chet before. Yeah, yeah no, nah, he's not worth. You know, uh, it was someone it was something else. Another friend texted me about Chet. And I said, you know, I would feel better if this came from Colin. Yeah, I know. That was exactly how I felt. I was like, shit, that sounds like a made-up little brother for Chet Colin. Hanks? <laughs> Chet Hanks. You know what? No disrespect to Chet Hanks. Maybe he's a nice man. I don't know. I just yeah. know that I trust Colin. But it's kind of like Dave Franco. Like, that sounds right. like a made-up name. <laughs> it does. Doesn't even sound... That sounds like somebody's like, oh, yeah, I'm James Franco's little brother. So... Dave. Tom Hanks, though, <laughs> is the first, and to my understanding, the only to this point... Only like major A list celebrity mm-hmm. of American culture yeah. to to confirm that he has this virus. Yeah. And so I think for a lot of people it like shifted into overdrive, like, oh 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 rich people can get this too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cele- celebrities can get it. Celebrities aren't immune. Yeah, clearly. American national treasures can I mean, and get it. Clearly the big element here though is just like anybody who can like who can like readily travel internationally oh, yeah. Yeah, is like a big can risk. Get it. You just never hear about celebrities getting impacted by stuff like this. And it happened to him in Australia. Yeah. Crazy, crazy night. Crazy. uh, We, you know, hope Tom Hanks gets over him and Rita. Oh, I'm sure. We hope. Yeah, they seem fine. Like, like you said, he's been posting a little, a few updates here and there. And, you know, he's, he's an older guy now. Yeah. I believe he's diabetic. Yeah. Yes. But But I'm sure he has the best. But I'm sure he has the best access to medicine he could get. So... We just saw a trailer for a new Tom Hanks movie. The other we day. did uh, Greyhound. Greyhound. Oh yeah, yeah. It looks. They so put good. him on another boat and expected something good to happen. <laughs> Every time yeah, you put Tom bad. Hanks on a boat, something bad happens. Yeah, it's, yeah. boat, I, plane, it don't matter. Yeah, or spaceship. Do not put Tom Hanks in anything. <laughs> no moving vehicles for Tom Hanks. That man is he is cursed. I wouldn't even put him on a bed. He's liable to get pushed off. <laughs> he, 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 he'd break it. Uh, okay. I, lit- I literally thought that was Saving Private Ryan Part Two. It is kind of like it's like if it's, he's in charge though. Yeah, he's old and in charge now. Yeah. Okay. Next. No, I'm the uh, captain. We got <laughs> uh, captain. we got to look out for the the, the, the uh, possibility of another Tom getting the corona. Uh, Tom Hanks or Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise was in Italy filming Mission Impossible Seven. That uh, production has been halted on that. So hey, he's uh, fine. Protect yeah. Tom Holland. They, he's our youngest Tom. They did that long enough ago. <clears throat> yeah. We need to find out. Yeah, yeah. I just hope that we get Mission Impossible Seven on time because. Oh, I love those movies, <laughs> and they're promising two of them. Yeah. We can add it to our we can add it to our repertoire. Yes, yeah. we've already done the first six. Oh, yeah. speaking of that, I, I totally forgot about uh, Top Gun, the new Top Gun movie. Yeah, they haven't made any announcements about that. It's out in the summer, so all those summer movies haven't been talked about yet. They seem to be safe for now. Yeah, well, it'd be silly to to do them now. Yeah, we need to see how things see how things go first. 
Uh, something called The Nightingale, which stars Dakota and Elle Fanning. Uh, mm. They were shooting in Budapest. The double and movie. that's mm. halted. Something called Birds of Paradise, which is an Amazon Studios movie. Uh, also in Budapest. Uh, <laughs> delayed. Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, oh no. Put a pause on production. I can't um, believe it. Something yeah, that's probably called, filming oh, internationally, I bet, so probably. makes sense. Something called Flint Strong with Ice Cube. I assume it's about, uh, okay. it's a boxing biopic starring oh. Ice Cube is there and Ryan a, Destiny. Is there a boxer named Flint? Probably. I mean, as a, as a, it's a bo- if it's a boxing biopic, you have to assume that either Flint. Some of it's true. Either Flint, what was it? Strong? Flint Strong. Either Flint Strong is the boxer or he's like a manager. Oh man, if his name is Flint Strong. I thought it was like the la- like someone's name is Flint and it was like Strong. Strong like Like, you Flint. know, people say like blank Strong or whatever. Yeah. Like Livestrong. Like Livestrong. <clears throat> uh, Man from Toronto, which was delayed production, stars uh, Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson, who stepped in to replace Jason Statham. Listen, I would like to announce to the world that I would like Woody Harrelson to always replace Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's supposed to be like an action star, no, I still want Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson's not like a Jason Statham style Listen, action here. star. You saw Zombieland up I there. said Jason Statham style. I. You are arguing with the man who loves Crank. All right, that's true. This, this is, man loves Crank. This is pointless. Do you like No Country for Old Men? No, he's yes, good in that. Yes, Woody Harrelson. I've not is. seen it. Oh yeah, You've Woody Harrelson's great in everything. No. Jason Statham well, is not. Time to watch it. Yeah. Woody Harrelson is a well-rounded actor, and Jason Statham was in Romeo and Juliet. Yes. No, Jason Statham is not a good actor, but he is an action. And he can fight. But Woody Harrelson is too. He That's can it. fight for real. Woody Harrelson can punch. That's okay. it. He's very entertaining in Romeo and Juliet. But he was also in Snatch. Snatch people. Jason Salem was in Snatch. Can we replace him with Woody Harrelson? Yes. Official competition, deep which thing. is a Spanish uh, studio. They suspended production with a new comedy starring Penelope Cruz and Antonio Banderas. And the Batman uh, halted production Shoot. on that movie Damn as it. well. I hope that one so. doesn't take long. That Batmobile looks banging. So, yeah, several things halted, whether it's released or production-wise. It's just all kind of pumped the brakes at the moment. So, yep. lots of stuff. They're trying to take care of their people. They're also, you know, there's an element of trying to uh, mitigate as much money loss as they can with these things. Um, push them back. Uh, it could mean that, like, you know, depending on where they push a lot of these movies, late 2020 into early 2021... It's going to be like going to be a busy time. Bunch of big movies coming out. Yeah. Also, um, I can't read this whole list, but here's some of the TV shows affected. Oh, brother! First of all, every late night TV show. Yeah. yeah the Late not... Show, The Tonight Show, all of them are off the air for the foreseeable future. What about SNL? Uh, SNL is not announced yet because they're on hiatus anyway. Okay. They were on a planned hiatus. Boy, um, SNL without laughter is going to be really weird. It's going to yeah. be. And that's why I assume awkward. they won't do it. It's going to be like you know most nights. Um. <laughs> <laughs> America's Got Talent, American Ninja Warrior, The Amazing Race, The Bachelorette. Uh, oh, no! Okay, I don't believe you. <laughs> I feel like they could do The Bachelorette. Like, obviously, they couldn't get the people together. But what? they could just put them in, like, a house and just be like, we're not sending you anywhere. You're gonna, we're doing Bachelorette Montana. You know what they can keep doing, though? Montana. The Circle. They should do The Circle. I'm sure they will. Uh, Chicago Fire, all the Chicagos. Chicago Fire, PD Med. Empire, FBI, The Flash. Empire's still on? For one last year. We, I shouldn't have even said it. <laughs> uh, the Goldbergs, Grey's Anatomy, Law and Order SVU, all the NCISs, 
The Price is Right, uh, Supernatural, Supergirl, Superstore, Survivor, Atlanta, The Daily Show, Euphoria on HBO, Fargo, The Walking Dead, uh, oh, that Pennyworth show on Epics about Alfred that exists, I mm-hmm. promise. Uh, <laughs> and then some other shows. All the, oh, all the Marvel shows yeah, all the Disney on Disney+. Plus, Plus the Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier. For All Mankind on Apple TV+. Plus, Grace and Frankie on Netflix. The Handmaid's Tale. The Good Fight. Little America. Lucifer. Mankind. The Morning Show. Mythic Quest. Russian Doll. Servant. Mythic Quest. Is that the one with WandaVision. What? Is that the one with Rhett and Link? Mythic Quest? Is that that? Mythic Quest. Are they in that? I don't know. I don't know what the name is. They have a show like Magical Mystery something. I don't YouTube. know if this is. Oh, oh I don't no, know. this is an Apple TV show. So, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch more. I just picked out some of the ones. That <coughs> What's are the one noticeable. with Jason Momoa? C. <laughs> um, C. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, that's not. Oh, that is on the list. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's also also been delayed production. So, la. It's like ooh, it's bad. It's like it is kind of like Rider Strikes territory territory for yeah. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because like everything, <laughs> they're just gonna. I mean, I've th- I, I, we said it last week. I'm gonna put an asterisk on 2020. In terms of like so many things, you didn't, they weren't listed on there because because they're, they're kind of in the nebulous area of of TV shows and sports. But like they're doing like uh, pro wrestling shows with no fans. Wow, yeah. I know. Be, I saw really off putting. I saw some clips of SmackDown the other yeah. day, and it was very weird. It's very off putting. They need to just <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, that show relies so much on fan interaction. Oh, I just yes. don't get how they do it. It's you essentially know. a you know, it's essentially a, a play. In yeah. which, or it's you know, more comparable. It's like a comedy show. Be like mm-hmm. if you were watching a stand-up comedian do jokes to no audience. Have you seen clips? Kind of how the how the late night shows are going to be. There's clips on YouTube of uh, the Big Bang Theory with the laugh track removed, uh-huh. and it's very weird. <laughs> it's now they don't. It's very similar. I thing. say laugh track. They have a, they had a studio audience, but when you take that out, it's very weird. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be very off-putting for how, how they're going to do some of these things. I was going to say something, I forgot what it was. Yeah. NHL's canceled. Dang NBA's canceled. Oh, yeah. All the sports. Yeah. We're not a sports show. Baseball XFL. spring training was canceled. XFL, I think, canceled its the rest of its season for the four people that watched it. <laughs> um. That hurts them. Although, you got to think that a lot of these bigger events, they have, like, event insurance for these Probably, type of things. Yeah, hopefully. So, I mean, it's not in their hands, but they had to, you know, these yeah. things had to be canceled due to the nation uh, to do to like state regulations the mtv movie awards the acms just canceled today i saw the acms yeah. canceled yeah academy uh, country Music. what else no. is coming up soon in terms of award shows probably not much i don't i think award, award season's pretty much usually over. in the fall yeah, yeah. or winter but, yeah, so but, that's but across the board the entertainment industry's taking a hit pretty yep. hard yeah pretty hard yep. And, and I, you know, that's what we're focusing on, because that's what our show's about. But so many more industries have suffered, too. Oh, Travel, yeah, yeah. Travel, hospitality, food service, there are everyone's... Importing, hurting. exporting. Not to mention them. concerts. Not to mention concerts. Uh, Kiss Kiss just canceled their BOK Center yeah, concert like, like two days up. ago. Yeah. yeah. It was supposed to be Friday night here in Tulsa, <clears> and they canceled it. Kids' <throat> Choice Awards got... Uh, Postponed. Is that still hosted by Chance the Rapper? I, I believe it was, was supposed weekend. to be, but it was supposed to be uh, the 22nd. Mm. Well, now who we I know? I thought they would have pre-filmed that. How will we know who the kids chose? We'll never know. We'll never know. Dang. Ch- Chance is going to have to write a rap album about it. I'd listen to that. I would too. I would listen to that album. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the uh, box office impact... About it's, it's, especially this weekend, pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It is a bloodbath 
in terms of in terms of performance. Um, you know, uh, right now these are mostly just estimates, but they're about they're about as accurate as they're going to be. There might be like a there might be like a two to four percent difference on some of these. Onward is kind of the one that takes the biggest hit here. Uh, we we talked about Onward last week a little bit, Garrett and Andrew and I, and uh, it made. Ten, I got to go back and listen to that because I've seen it since then. I wasn't, oh yeah, I didn't yeah. partake in that conversation. Yeah, it made uh, well, it made ten point five million this weekend is what they're estimating. Now, that's I, a seventy percent drop. I read it was the only movie to make ten million dollars this weekend. Yes, yeah, it was. A, it's a seventy three percent drop. That's and, terrible. Um, oh, it hasn't changed in terms of theater numbers. Like so, they haven't <laughs> taken it out of any theaters to impact that either. And that's t- so, including two days of th- chains like AMC and Regal restricting their audiences. So it. So a lot of that is self inflicted. Oh yeah. Necessarily so, but. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's really like Disney will be fine, Pixar will be fine. Like they're not yeah. really like they're they're not really like hard up for money necessarily. But it, you do have to kind of feel bad for the people who worked on the movie, the animators, the director, the writers and stuff because it's a it's a big movie, but people you have to I, I you have to believe that they're not going to extend the run by that much and most people probably aren't going to go to see it after like they can go back now because it's just like movies just kind of have a certain window. You know, like so, like it, it's it's kind of this came right in the middle of its big release window, yeah. And so to take that hit now, like even yeah, if, it was this was its second weekend yeah. in release. Mm-hmm. Even right? if they yeah, even if they announced like, hey, we have a cure, you can all go back wherever you want. Like this movie would still probably not be as high as it could have been yeah. in a normal year. At number two, you have uh, I still believe. Um, WTF is that which has been estimated about nine point five. That's its opening week. That's honestly probably what would have been made anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's one of those um, independently released like faith based movies, right? I believe those so. usually do mm-hmm. well for what um, compared to like yeah, for what they yeah. use to make it. Yeah. Um, so that's probably I don't know. That's probably not that bad for them, right? No, probably about any. I mean, I think their I think their early estimates were somewhere between twelve and fifteen million. So I mean, nine million. That's not too too no. terrible, all things considered. Uh, this is probably not what they wanted for this Bloodshot. <laughs> With Vin Diesel opened up to nine point three million, at least uh, that's again the estimate. Uh, number four. You know, I've I not kept... seen any advertising for Bloodshot. I've seen nothing but advertising for Bloodshot. Really, I've not maybe seen... it's maybe I... it's just channels I'm watching. I sincerely don't think I've seen the trailer. Mm. It doesn't look great. No, oh, well, um, most Vin Diesel movies don't. No, that's true. Uh, I kept seeing this headline in places like Invisible Man weathers Corona or something like that. Like it did really well. It did not. <laughs> uh, Invisible Man's looking at making about six million dollars this weekend, which is a sixty percent drop for it. Um, that's in its third weekend, um, and it had been—I mean, like it had pretty good legs into its second weekend, but that's a big drop. So six million for the Invisible Man at number four, and at number five, the only other movie opening this weekend is uh, The Hunt. And I which want has, to see this freaking movie, which has yeah. which is a fairly what divisive to say movie. Yeah, a lot it of people canceled. have a lot of opinions about it. Yeah, it was so, it was delayed last year. Who knows how big the impact was there? It's estimated <laughs> to be a five point three million dollar movie, but overall the box office is down. Oh, they don't use that stat anymore. I really liked when they had that stat for the entire box. Plunged movie. to a twenty two year low at mm-hmm. fifty five yeah. million. All yeah, right. so, what I saw was that it was the lowest weekend <clears throat> since two thousand. Yeah, so that's a really. I mean, I don't know what that is. Does it say what that is compared to last week? Not in this article that I have. Yeah. Well. Well, I don't know. I didn't actually read it. Go ahead. So it's. A I'll bit. see. I just looked at the numbers, but I didn't read the. I gotta feel. Needless to say, it's probably a fifty or percent more percent drop 
for the for the for the total weekend box office together. Like you said, fifty five million total. Forty five percent down from last week. Oh well, that's not as bad as I would have thought. Forty five percent. You know, some other movies that are in the box office that are that had been still doing well. Uh, movies like Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, The Way Back has been hit pretty hard by this. Uh, Call of the Wild and Emma, Bad Boys for Life is still in theaters. Impressive to think that Bad Boys for Life is still estimated to make at least a million dollars this weekend. <laughs> I was going to say, how long has it been on? Since, like, January? It's been out uh, nine weeks. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's it, everything's taking it hard. I think I think the ones that are going to be the most hurt by it are uh, Onward and probably what whatever comes out next weekend. Because I don't think it's going to improve in next weekend with more theaters close their doors. No. So, next weekend is the uh, weekend of uh, Friday the 20th. Yep. There are no on on box office mojo schedule. There are no wide release movies scheduled at all mm. to come out. Wow! There yeah, are a sense. handful of limited releases. That's wow. it. Yeah. In fact, oh, this is this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a great. It's not a great UI uh, anymore. Well, I'm just scrolling through this this list of releases. The next wide release scheduled is April tenth, and it's Saint Maud. Hmm. I've heard of that, but I don't know, I don't know much about it. Is. It's a horror movie, okay. um, and you know, I don't. It's an A twenty four horror movie. I'm gonna Google it real quick to see if any news came out about it being delayed. People like that A twenty four. I don't see anything about it being delayed. So as of right now, it's gonna be a month until the next wide release movie comes out, and it is not one that is big. No. No. So I mean, for the for Trolls the- World World Tour is also scheduled that weekend. <clears throat> Yeah, they'll probably take what they get. I mean, they could push that back, but I think they'll just kind of like whatever whatever it gets, they'll, they'll, they'll be fine with that. I mean, so still on the year, in terms of domestic numbers, your highest grossing movie is still Bad Boys for Life uh, with Sonic the Hedgehog, about $65 million behind it. That's not going to get caught. Um, so yeah, we you were talking about Mulan potentially being the first movie to, to be the billion-dollar movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're still a ways off from anything like that happening. Well, and the other thing we got to that has to be considered in these situations is it's not a matter of these studios simply rescheduling the movie. Mm, There's strategy involved in scheduling. Yeah. What other movies are coming out that weekend? When is, when are your other movies coming out? They're not going to want to put Mulan very close to another Disney film. Probably Mm -hmm. they're not going to want to put Mulan too close to black widow. I mean, they already had it pretty spaced out. Don't want to eat into your own audience. I don't know what other Disney movies are planned for the rest of the year, but they're going to have to look at their calendar and be like, okay, where does Mulan fit in strategically? Ooh, yeah. Where do we where do we stand that. to make the most money once right. we can make the most amount of money? And maybe that's why Universal said screw it with Fast Nine and went. There's a wide open calendar next year. Yeah, I I, f- I feel like there's going to be this this effect like back in 2018 whenever we had we had the Avengers Avengers Infinity War, Deadpool, and all these other movies that came out, <clears throat> and then we had um, what was that uh, Solo. When Solo mm. was released, and Solo didn't do very well at the box office because yeah. it was kind of it was kind of being trumped by all these other. It's certainly an argument that people have made that and the I, release date was bad for Solo. And I feel like I feel like that's what's going to happen if we just cram all these movies. Yeah, it's going to have to be done uh, smartly. Mm. Smartly. It, <laughs> it, it, it didn't it, sound. Is that a word? I don't know if that's a word. Might be. That's what we have the Google machine for. Well, anyway. If there wasn't, there is now. Yeah, it could be. I mean, 2021 could be lit, movie-wise. Yeah. (laughs) Smartly is the word. Of course, 
that means that this year might be bad, but... Mm-hmm. But it's know, kind of like, it's kind of out of their hands. It's out of their hands, and ultimately, like we talked about at the top of the show, it's just more important to get people taken care of than yep. to watch these movies. Amen. Yeah, the most important thing is to stop this as soon as possible so that we can get back to normal life. And even if they wanted to, I mean, it's good, even if they wanted to, it would, it, 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 it's more beneficial from every every viewpoint to just hold off and release it yeah. next, release it later in the year or next year. <clears throat> Like, what's the point? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and release that movie to, like, you know, a third of the audience you might have gotten. Why bother? Yeah. Yeah. So, we're about we're about 45 minutes into this. I think we're close to wrapping up. One thing I wanted to, we could just kind of open floor talk about is uh, what kind of movies are available to us on streaming that we've watched recently and would recommend, or just mm-hmm. what what should people be watching right now? Yeah. Because that thank goodness we have Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and all those and Amazon Prime to keep us entertained during this time. Um, so, have any of you guys watched any recent movies or know of any that you've seen? Yeah. That are, yeah. That that's are, going on. That's opening up. Right that now. was incredibly loud. <laughs> what I called through the headphones. What you want? Uh, we need like a jingle. Like what movie had? You've been watching, Andrew. This is a good segment yeah, idea anyway. That is a good yeah. segment. Because like, we're always watching movies outside of the show anyway. Yeah. So yeah, Andrew, let's just could, start with you. Could, could it be just like, could it be old or could it be new? Yeah, whatever, whatever is available whatever, on streaming. Whatever's helped you get through this time yeah. of crisis. Okay. Um, what was the movie I just recently... I actually just recently watched Outbreak. And I know it's yeah. probably not... It's probably a timely movie, unfortunately. You gotta be in the mood. But if you yeah. can handle it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I will say, another movie I just wanted to watch just because it was on there... Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, that's a good one. I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> playing hooky. Yeah, playing hooky. Having and fun. Pretending to be sick. Pretending Hanging to be out sick. with uh, the first captain of the Enterprise B. <laughs> nah. That's a Generations yep. reference. That's a Generations. Okay. I, got, I got it, though. <laughs> yeah. We're nerds. I was super excited when I saw him in that movie. I was like, huh, it's, hey, it's Cameron. Cameron, man. <laughs> but, You're uh, going to grow up to Captain of Starship one day. Let's <laughs> see ya. What is Outbreak about? What is Outbreak? I know it's about. What's what is, which one is that? It's a it's a viral it's about a viral outbreak right. that happens in a southern California town mm-hmm. and it literally sweeps the entire town mm-hmm. and the military is trying to figure it out when they figure when they Spoiler alert! When they figure out, well, have you seen it yet? No, I haven't seen well, don't it. Don't spoiler okay. it for when us. It, We're it, recommending two, movies. Two, uh, two, two follow up questions before you head into spoiler territory. Okay. When is it from? Nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five. Okay. Who's in it? <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, oh, there Morgan you go. Freeman, definitely, definitely an outbreak. Definitely, R- Rene Russo, Donald Sutherland. Ah, he who shall not he who he who shall not be named. Yeah. Donald Sutherland. He, uh, yeah. Uh, no, not Christopher Plummer. So, I somebody, I understand that. Okay, cool. We'll tell you who he's just he just don't matter anymore. It's Kevin it's Spacey. Kevin oh, Kevin Spacey. I just try to Kevin avoid Spacey. talking about him Did you him say at Cuba Gooding Jr.? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Cuba Patrick Dempsey? <clears throat> Patrick Dempsey is in it for very small I just have role. it pulled up is why I knew I, that. So, cool. yeah, those people are in it. It's really good. It's very tense. I remember that movie scared me as a child. And I watched it now, and it's, it's just as good. It's scary that stuff like that can actually happen. Mm-hmm. It is happening. And... <laughs> That's what I'm trying to. Yeah, <laughs> like something like that's actually happened, not to that degree. No, not of, yet. Of gosh, like, knock on the wood of like deadliness. But anyway, those are two movies that I've wa- that, that I've watched recently. Not really seen anything on Amazon Prime. Quick fun fact: because I saw it, 
Outbreak was dethroned at number one at the box office when it came out by Tommy Boy. Continue. Go to... Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Everybody likes Tommy Boy. Fat guy in a little coat. Okay. So you haven't seen anything else you want to recommend? Uh... Not at the moment, no. Not streaming. Cool. Outbreak is available on Netflix for anyone interested. Hey, David. All right. So you? one new movie I watched is a streaming on Disney Plus right now. It's called Star Girl, based on a very, uh, fairly popular book from the early two thousands, and it is uh, it's one of my wife's favorite books. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, it's it's about it's kind of coming age story, coming of age story. Um, probably really good for young girls or young boys if that's what you have. And um, it's really nice. It kind of, it kind. I feel like it's kind of unfortunate that the movie got made in this day and age, because it very much seems like the book was a forerunner. Have you guys heard the the concept of the manic pixie dream girl? Yeah, no. yeah. It very much is like that whole uh, character trope. Uh, the idea of the manic pixie dream girl is that this this <clears throat> magical quirky girl that somehow helps a introverted guy discover what's special about himself and it's kind of this character trope that let that be some somewhere along the line people caught on to you ever seen garden state yeah you ever seen uh, yeah, yes, yes, natalie, natalie portman is the manic pixie dream you ever girl. seen the oh. show new girl like basically anything with zoe deschanel is she plays she's, a, she's, she's, she's <laughs> no literally she yeah. that's her typecast is okay. manic pixie dream girl and so it's google it you'll go oh, down yeah. a whole drain oh, oh yeah, drain? yeah so train so Rabbit hole. It fits Rabbit that hole. thing, but I think it's a fairly well-made movie. I think I think young kids will enjoy it too. Okay. Um, this stars the America's Got Talent girl. Yeah, Grace Vanderwall. Yeah, she's really good. Interesting. She's, she's very good in it, and the the, the 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 lead young boy is is very good in it too. They play sixteen, but man, they look eleven. Um, and then uh, let me see. Oh, uh, an older movie that I streamed this week is uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Mm-hmm. And a Coen Brothers movie from 2013. It is a solid, solid film. It fits right in with, fits in really well with their whole. Uh, Don't tell that to Andrew. Their whole filmography, and um, it's one of those movies that's kind of carried by its lead performer, and carried by the, the Poe Dameron. Carried by yeah, Oscar Isaac. Carried by the uh, the half, music of the film. I was gonna say half that cast is now Star Wars. Oh yeah, a lot of the cast is Star Wars. Uh, John Goodman is in it for. A hot minute, and he's uh, he's just as dynamic as always. John Goodman, I'll tell you, is one of the most underrated actors. Agreed. Okay. To this day, I will fight anyone who disagrees with me saying that he should not have been and won some kind of Oscar for... Tim Cloverfield Lane. Lane. <laughs> he, that is the best John Goodman performance I have ever seen. What is that movie? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great if Andrew was awake throughout it, but he slept through it. <laughs> hey, it was midnight whenever we went. Oh, so. wow. It was like 7 o'clock the other night. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, highly recommended if you're a fan of the Coens. And if you're not a fan of the Coens, it is a, it is a, a fairly um, uh, melancholy movie. I wouldn't say depressing because I feel like it has a lot of... of uh, darker humor. I think melancholy is the right no, word. Yeah. But like right it's uh, it's not it's not a it's not like a laugh out loud type movie. It's a very like it's a yeah. dark one. It's darker. There's some dark humor about it, but it's very uh, I think it's very good. I love the music specifically. I'm a big folk guy. Fun fact: Andrew hates that movie. Is literally the Why only like person that I have ever heard talk about it as much as he does. When I like that movie, we saw it together. Andrew hates it, and he talks about it more. 
than anyone I know. Constantly. You talk, you constantly bring it up for some reason is for there, someone who really hates that movie. Is there? A, I think a, you need to watch it again. Is there like maybe a core I, problem with it? Maybe I do. I don't know, but like for starters, I was awake during the entire movie. <laughs> a rarity. Give that man a, an award. <laughs> Give it's me almost like it's the it's the ones he doesn't like that he'll stay awake through. <laughs> oh, this movie's great. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Wake me up when it's over. I can see you doing that. I can see. It's that like you're good. so comfortable that it's, it's like, good that you'll just yeah, sleep through it. Even I'm not worried about it. You're so. lulled in such a sense of like euphoria that you just like can't handle it and you just like pass out. But like if the movie's really bad, you're like, God, I'm awake right now. I'm so awake. <laughs> no, it just. Uh, what I what I didn't like about it, it's I didn't like about it was it was it, I feel like the plot was a little bit confusing and may I know it's the Cohen style, mm-hmm. but it was, at the time it just maybe I do need to see it again. But like at the time it was just like you know I, I don't really know what this movie where this movie is going. Yeah, I feel, I feel like the movie didn't go anywhere. Yeah, it is kind of a and it is kind of a wandering movie. It is a very wandering movie. But I I will I will agree with you on two things. One. The music is fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I love all the music in it. Um, and two, how it was shot. I love how it was shot. Like I love how it was filmed. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely it's got it's it's definitely got the Coen's touch by the by the uh, great French cinematographer Bruno Delbanel. And when you have a soundtrack by Tino T Bone Burnett with the Coen Brothers, you cannot go wrong. Except, Except you he don't did. like the movie. But I like just it. didn't like the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, That's what the movie's about. Yeah. Yeah. The plot is what the movie is. Oh, yeah. I know that. But you don't like the movie. He likes Alvin. Like but you just like said the, that you can't like go it. wrong with it. You like everything. Yeah. You, you like well, it. You, you can go wrong, all right. It's like you like. Uh, it's like a nice. It's like a pineapple pizza that looks great. You go, man, this looks great, and you taste it, and you go, oh, I don't like it though. Sure. Yeah. But aesthetically, it looks good to you. We can we can go with that analogy. On paper, this is a great pizza. In execution, though, tastes uh, like butt. <laughs> terrible. Next, the only other thing I've watched uh, that I streamed this this last week was uh, Dodgeball and Underdog Story. Mm-hmm. Went back and revisited that, uh, except for a few words that would probably get edited out today. Uh, still holds up. Hilarious yeah. movie. Good. Laughed a lot. Good. Next. Uh, so, John, you and I have watched several things. Uh, which I don't want to. I don't want to like step on your toes about what you're going to talk about. So okay. I'm gonna. I'll talk about a couple of uh, TV okay. shows okay. that Ooh. have been uh, on. Oh, also watch Picard. Go ahead. Oh. Um, so we binged. I am not okay with this on Netflix. Yeah, but what's the movie? This TV show is very similar. It's like a funny. It's based on a comic book. It stars uh, two of the people who were in it, Sophia Lillis yeah, and Wyatt Olaf. I'm not okay with this. I know that, but what is the name of the movie? Is what I'm asking. Who's on first? Um, they are so good. These two. Um, Sophia Lillis played Sydney in it. No, I'm sorry. She plays Sydney in the movie. Um, she plays the girl Joni? in it. I can't remember their names. Joni, I feel like. Maybe? And then Wyatt Olaf plays Stanley in this show and in it. Um, she is a troubled teen. It's a coming of age story to an extent. She gets this weird. Uh, I'll call it a superpower. Beverly. And uh, she doesn't Beverly. really know how. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't know how to deal with it. This show is so freaking funny. Um, it's yeah. very, it's kind of got a Stranger Things vibe. 
Um, but the, the episodes are only 30 minutes, and it's less creepy, more funny. And God, it's really good. Okay. Um, highly recommend. Highly recommend. It takes like two hours to watch the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> it really, we, it felt like it anyway. We watched the first episode, and it felt like 20 it, minutes. It's seven, epi- it's seven episodes... The first episode was, I believe, 19 minutes long. I looked. Oh, okay. The longest oh. episode, I think, was 28 minutes. Yeah. Is it Wyatt Olaf who's the guy? Yeah. Oh, Olaf. he was also in it. That's, yeah. That's, That's what it, I right? said, oh, yeah. boy. He's also in Knives Out. Oh, was he? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he's the... the he's a little Nazi the, child. Yeah, a little yeah. Nazi kid. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a young Star-Lord. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't think, but... Is, this kid's got a few. Oh friends. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He yeah. already's the galaxy. I forgot. Interesting. Yeah. So that's all. That's what you're going to talk about. Um, I'm also going to talk about uh, <laughs> one that I kind of stumbled upon called Blood Ride. Um, this mm-hmm. is actually an anthology horror TV show, um, on, also on Netflix. It is foreign. So, but it, each story is different. I've only watched one episode so far. But it was essentially about a Norwegian. family. Norwegian. Is it Norwegian? I just looked, yeah. Um, this fam- the first story is a family that moves to from the city to the country. And there's weird people that kind of live around. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to find out that this town was built in the times of the Viking era. And there's a sacrificial stone that gives you benefits. And the whole idea is that you have to sacrifice things that you love. Um... The wife does not love being in the country and wants to go back to the city. So she is, like, kind of interested in this stone. Uh, and then there's a twist at the end that uh, you don't necessarily see coming. Um, but it was pretty good. It's pretty creepy. Uh, I haven't watched any of the other ones yet, but I I do like some weird horror stuff. So uh, it's only, like, seven episodes, too. But it seems like it's going to be fun. Seems like fun, yeah. Is that it? Yep, That's and it. if you don't cover some of the other ones I talked about, then I'll, <laughs> I'll jump in again, but... I didn't want to step on toes. Fair enough. Um, I was trying to log into my uh, I did Letterboxd s- account. I did see another movie this week, but it's not streaming, so I don't know if that counts. Oh, what was what it? What? Yeah, yeah, just tell us. I'm looking out. at my stuff anyway. Uh, the other movie I watched this week was The Last Temptation of Christ. Oh. <laughs> You're getting heavy with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, yeah, not a not a lighthearted film at all. No, no it's not a lighthearted is, film. You 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 recently purchased that in the Criterion Collection flash sale, didn't you? Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah, and I let's see. I like the movie. It's uh, if you want to sit, call it controversial, go ahead because it <laughs> really is. It's pretty controversial. It's pretty controversial, but you know what? Uh, most people, whenever they look at controversial movies like that, the, when they call them out, as they do, mm-hmm. it's by most people who've never seen it. Yeah. And well, isn't that the case with everything? No yeah. one ever like looks or reads or watches any of the things they complain about. Yeah. yeah it, it's but, just a social uh, echo chamber. But if you... But if I've you, never seen it, though, so... If, but if you watch that... <laughs> it probably you, sucks. I, yeah, <laughs> I reserve judgment. They, but if you ever watch that movie, it's a, it's a beautiful movie about, like... Human discovery right. uh, from Martin Scorsese's take, who's notoriously, you know, B.I.G. B.I.G. and no, and he's also, <laughs> but he's notoriously it's like violent with his films because he's normally like a, 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 a crime. He's like the 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 ultimate uh, the ultimate mob movie director. Oh yeah, yeah. You would not uh, wouldn't a, expect it from him. A movie like this, you would not expect from him. Yeah, it has not aged well in terms of acting. Oh, you don't think so? No, mm. because 
Harvey Keitel is in it, who's Judas Iscariot. Yeah, he's Judas Iscariot. It is clear that he did no research as to what type of accent they should have because they're either speaking, the Romans are speaking British accents and the Israelites are speaking speaking Brooklyn accents. <laughs> it's like that one movie where Christopher Walken plays a Roman and he's like, how do we overcome? <laughs> um, in terms of TV shows... I've been watching Picard on CBS Access. Yeah. And that show is banging. Uh, love it. I've been saying banging a lot lately. I don't uh, yeah, why. yeah, I caught you saying it earlier, too. It's like fucking time saying it in this podcast, and I've not said it prior to this day. <laughs> banging! But I uh, love Picard. It's great, and it has inspired me to go back and try to rewatch some of the shows that I watched less of, trying to get through Deep Space Nine. I understand it's so many people's favorite show, but man... I am bored. I'm with you on that. I've never gotten past first season of Deep I, Space Nine. I, I mean, on episode 13... You just gotta get through the first season, and it gets episode, really good. If you get through the first season, then it's really good. That's what everybody says, and I understand this. So many people love Deep Space Nine. Never been able to get into it. Prefer Voyager to it. But, I'll tell you what, right now, it's a great sleep aid. You put... You made, you, you made me watch Deep Space Nine and put on Weezer. I'll fall asleep. You know what, no? This is, I don't mean it in the insult that you do, but that's what I do at night with The Next Generation. Right. I'm just so familiar with it, I just turn it on when I go yep. to bed, and it's like... It, it's calming. Yeah, you're just like it's just it's a it's a comfort thing. It's just John Luke Picard and slowly lulling me to sleep. Unfortunately for Deep Space Nine, it's just a slow boredom that just like I don't even finish an episode. I get like yeah. 19 minutes in and go. I gotta take a nap. <laughs> so um, some of the things I've watched recently. Uh, also on Disney Plus, I watched an original movie called Togo. It's been out for a bit now, so people may have seen that one already. Right. It's the one with Willem Dafoe. But it is, yes, it stars Willem Dafoe, <clears throat> and it is about the uh, 1925. Serum run to Nome in Alaska. Oh. Uh, the dog sled. You remember that, Pe- People may be familiar with the animated film Balto from the 90s. People of our age may be familiar with that. Yeah. Uh, Balto was... I feel like it's one of those movies that wasn't... It was not a big movie, yet we all know it somehow. Yeah. That's weird to... I, 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 I think an element of it was that Balto. that movie ended up on like Cartoon Network. And so like, it, played, it played all the time. I, I remember on, like, having it on VHS. Cartoon Network and- so Balto is one of the dogs involved in that run mm-hmm. to get the serum to... Because it, it was an epidemic of sorts, and they needed the serum to get there, but the only way was via dog sled. So Balto is like the famous dog for it, but Togo was another dog who actually ran a longer uh, run right. than he did. Balto... Right. Balto ran the, the final leg, but Togo carried it from like yeah. a really far distance to get it to Balto. Uh, uh, Togo covered the longest stretch of the run, this is according to the the Serum Run's Wikipedia entry, uh, at 260 miles, yeah. and Balto covered 55. Yeah. But Balto gets the hero's credit. Yeah. So Togo is about that. Willem Dafoe is the, uh, I don't know what you call him, the captain? The, the sled <laughs> the the musher? Sled man. Yeah, the musher. The sled man. The, the, <laughs> I know there's a name for sled that. Sled Master. Yeah, yeah. there is it. There sled is it. Master. Sled Master. So it's a Sounds nice. So cool. It's a good. <laughs> it's a live action movie. There's some CGI in it, obviously. Uh, the dogs seem to be real, unlike Call of the Wild. Yeah. Lip on them. Those movies came out too near each other. And they did. And I I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, you know, on my Letterboxd account, which you can find at letterboxd.com, I gave it a solid three stars. It's a good movie. Uh, again, that's on Disney+. Plus. The other night, also, uh, you know, you mentioned Outbreak. Watched Contagion the other night. <laughs> Steven Soderbergh's movie about a viral outbreak around the world. Some people want to lean all into this stuff. Some people don't. I understand that. <laughs> it might be a little too real for some people. But yep. Contagion was really good. Uh, it's 
got some thrills. It's intense. Mm-hmm. It's got some really, I don't know the accuracy of it, but it leans into science a lot, so which made it feel more realistic. There was a lot of science talk. Yeah. There's a lot of science talk, but it doesn't feel like Star Trek techno babble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt, you know, it, it brought a reality to it. And that's available on Cinemax if you have their streaming service. And then finally, I can't go without saying that this morning I watched Dickie Roberts' former child star. <laughs> Dickie Roberts! Which is available on Showtime yeah. streaming. Uh, that stars David Spade. Rob Reiner's in it. <laughs> Rob Reiner is in it. And, uh, a lot of a lot of former child stars play themselves in it. Stars. I'm not going to list them all. Danny it's not worth talking about. Dustin it's, Diamond? Yes, yeah, he's, he's in, in it. it. Danny Bonaduce? He's going to list them anyway. I know. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'll stop. <laughs> it's not a good movie, but it got me through the morning. It, That's it what I'll say. It's not a good movie. It got me through the morning. It's like Joe Dirt. And then there's other if you you know if you missed a lot of the Oscar movies a lot of them are now available to purchase <clears throat> digitally on demand if That's you true. don't want to go out to the store and get a Blu-ray uh, I got Knives Out sitting on my table right there ready oh, yes. to watch oh yes already rewatched Ford it twice. v Ferrari's out oh I love it a lot a lot of good movies from last fall are out now so here's your chance to watch them if you're stuck working from home or whatever and if you got HBO uh, apparently Hobbs and Shaw just showed up I heard that yep. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the most important, though, and people may already know this, but Space Jam now on Netflix. Hell yeah! Oh, that's true. So Hell he's fixing a divot. <laughs> and you know what? While we were uh, while, while we were out in California a couple weeks ago, do uh, on on the lot, as the insiders say, yeah, true. at Warner Brothers, yeah, a uh, what I assume is a very high level employee told us that Space Jam Two has completed filming. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So. Oh, they've- Space the, Jam uh, Two, probably the, the live the action King. elements. Well, yeah, sure. That's a, yeah. They they finished filming it early, so that you know the most of the work is done with the animated part. Mm-hmm. But this, as far as filming goes, this inside source told us that they completed filming on uh, at Warner Brothers Studios recently. So we have that to look forward to in the future. That's true. LeBron James gonna put that on yeah, the list. Looney Tunes back? Huh? It is with the Looney Tunes. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. So. Good. I'm waiting for the Looney Tunes comeback. I really hope that they do because, like, their last time that they tried to make a movie with Looney Tunes, not good. Was the last time back in action? Yeah, back in action with Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. God, that was like what 2003? Long yeah. time ago. Yeah, long that was when you were starting ago. college. You know, the Looney <laughs> Tunes kind of they kind of took a step back and it bumped me out because the Looney Tunes are my favorite of the cartoon people. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, I think they're, they're yours too, aren't they? Well, yeah. Oh. That was not convincing. I think an argument could be made for a lot of the Disney characters, but it's well, kind of like hit miss. I think Donald Duck and Daffy Duck are pretty comparable. Yeah, uh, in terms of like terms status, like, they in are. In terms of like shorts work. But I think I like the Looney Tunes better. Oh, yeah. Personally. I feel like they're funny. I don't know. The good, a good uh, a good <laughs> goofy how-to video, that's always good. That's always great. Gorsh. Um... But that said, way more to go about with Looney Tunes. They're they're not as respected as they should be. I think. No. I think the uh, the Looney Tunes and the Muppets deserve a lot more than they get. Yeah. And that's I, my final say on this real, debate. You want to know the real problem with the Looney Tunes? And it's unfortunate to say they were all built basically around one guy's voice, and because of that, replicating it is so hard to do. Yes. Like they've allowed they've allowed like Disney characters. They've allowed like new people to take on those voices and carry on the legacy. But like. You hear, you hear like Bugs Bunny now, and she's like, oh, "That's just not Mel Blanc." Nope, it's Billy West. Yeah, Billy West, and he's great. But he's a great voice actor. He's a great voice actor. It just doesn't seem to have the same. No. Feel. Yeah. Oh well. Well, it's Mel Blanc. 
brought personality to everybody. Oh yeah, well he was. I mean, he's literally everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. Is like you know the other character. Anyway, yeah. talk about it another time. Yeah, Looney Tunes are great. Yeah, I think that uh, that wraps us up here. Um, uh, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know what happens next. We'll. Uh, we. I don't know what happens next. <laughs> we have plans though. Oh yeah, we'll so, have like more we'll have something left. I can't. I don't know. We might have a third coronavirus episode in the future. I don't know what's going to happen. But we will definitely get back on track with with reviewing movies. But I think we also want to like stay on top of this stuff too. Yeah. So if more things happen, you may hear from us about it. Yep. If not, we'll try to get back to regularly scheduled programming. Um, hopefully, some of the movies we do in the future are available on streaming, so people can watch it even easier while they're at home. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we'd love to hear from you guys what you think about the movies when we're watching. We would. It Absolutely. really helps to get feedback like that, and you can do that through any of our social media channels. Uh, we're so many sequels on all of them. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You might need to add a pod at the end. Mm-hmm. But so many sequels, if you search for us on your on your social media of choice, you should find us. Um, we're also on Patreon. Yep. We Shout out to our one patron. Yep. But everyone starts somewhere. Yeah. Yep. And he's the king. Yep. For being the first. All right. Yep. Um... Find us there and uh, Letterboxd. We all have accounts there and we have a show account there. I think that's all the places we exist. Share us in your feeds, your social feeds. Tell your friends to listen to us. Yeah. People need podcasts right now. Yeah. And, you and know, we're I, here to make them. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a leave a review and a rating. Yep. Rating and review. That helps us get seen by other future listeners. Yep. And uh, yeah. Cool. Fun. Well, everybody stay safe and healthy out there. Uh, let's avoid big crowds. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> let's, n- you know, let's not go to the movies for a while. Yeah. It feels weird to say that. Let's but all go let's just away watch from the movies. Yeah. Let's all go away. Let's mm. watch our movies at home for just a little bit. But then once things are good, we got to get back to supporting our theaters because they need help. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're in a town with any local independent movie theaters. Okay. Yeah, or if you're in a town that... Just kind of start for certain, theaters. Yeah, yeah. Well, or your budget's like driven by sales tax. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe when that starts happening, we can figure out some way to like, I don't know, promote that stuff. <clears throat> but we'll figure that out when the time comes. Until then, just have fun. And until next time. Wash your hands. Yes. Wash your hands.